Welcome to the Recombobulator Lab with Jason Gramnai and Chris Dominic. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jason. How's it going? I'm very well. How are you? I'm doing great. How how does it feel to be back after uh, a, a what would it, what 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 was it? How long was it? Several it was months, a, right? a year, uh, years, one year, <laughs> one whole year, one whole between year between two years. Oh my gosh, yeah. that is a long. Yeah, that's Australia time. It, it kind of. Yeah. Okay. It's a different. It's a different time down in Australia. Yeah. Do you like? Well, do you like my upgraded um, podcast booth? You, you do look way better. He's got listeners. He's got this, these egg carton things behind him that are all. They just send a message of professionalism and awesomeness. We have kind of upgraded, though, right? Like this we is have. Uh, we should. This is where we should thank our listeners and our guests for propelling our us to season two and, and our, all sponsors. our sponsors. We'd love to yeah, thank Riverside stop, FM, just, Smooth yeah. Rock. <laughs> yes, uh, and and you're probably just trying to get vodka again. That's what's going on. I can tell right now. He's, yes, you're nodding. Okay, so. What have you been up to, my man? I gotta, I gotta just ask you about this Davos thing. We haven't even talked about that. I know yeah. you went off to some hoity-toity, highfalutin thing. Well, my wife and I were invited by the World Economic Forum to go to Davos in Switzerland, which um, is the annual general meeting, and uh, we were asked to go there and present, um, do investor presentation for our business G diapers, which is uh, plastic-free. Um, zero waste baby diaper solution so it was extraordinary so davos is a tiny ski resort in switzerland and it's usually held in the winter and it's two thousand people go there and it's sort of the hoi polloi shall we say um governments leaders uh, corporate leaders um but because of the pandemic they had a two-year hiatus and then they ran it actually in may of this year so in the summer and it was extraordinary. Um, we were part of a cohort of global plastic innovation leaders, um, and a few of those were invited to attend. And yeah, it was amazing. Um, you know, I think uh, there's criticism of the World Economic Forum, and you know, are they the lizard people? Are they going to try and put three G in our under our skin? And it was funny right, because. Right. Everyone and anyone is there. So there was a bit of rain one day and Kim was walking along with one of her friends and her friend had an umbrella and the person next to them who was just walking a stranger had no umbrella. So Kim's friend offered the umbrella to the person next to her and it was Bill Gates. (laughs) Um, You know, (laughs) of course, of course. But you've got, you know, prime ministers are rocking up there. Um, So it was um, an incredible opportunity for us personally and professionally. And um it was stunning. And I don't know how they'd run it in the winter, tracking through snow, because you, you're working from walking from one sort of pavilion to another um, and attending really interesting, fascinating conversations. Um, so it was really huge and really transformative for, for our company, g So it was great. It was really lovely. Oh, great to get awesome. back on a plane. What an honour. Yeah, it really was. And a lot of knock-on oh. effects since then, which we can probably talk about in a later episode. But, um, yeah, there oh, are no lizard sure. people. The world isn't being controlled by three people. Um, George Soros oh, isn't the devil. Really? <laughs> okay, we got that straight. Hey, finding, thank you. Finding some, total some hot news on the lab. That's all right. right. So, so did you have? Uh, did you have um, any fondue? We had a lot of fondue. There, the, you know, oh. Europe is just a carbohydrate 
thing, right? We tried to get salad. I was trying to listen to my mum eat more no. greens. It's no. impossible. No. And can no. I say that caprese yeah. salad they have in Italy, caprese salad, mm. which is like a chunk of tomato and a buffata cheese, that's mm. salad. Is it though? Yeah. Is it? I love it. I think it's I know, but it's not salad. It's just dressed now, up cheese. It's, it's a kind of salad. Oh. I mean, you've got a tomato in there and some basil. I mean, oh, basil, yeah, basil. yeah, that's right. And I mean, was, I, I tend, I like to throw a little balsamic on. There. Yeah, no, 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 that's good. Okay, that's good. Um, so that was great, right. and we got there just before the heat wave. So I'm not sure if you've seen Europe, July, August. I mean, it is yes. frying. London is yeah, burning. It's drought. It's so weird. So yeah, I I really like Switzerland. Um, Maybe more than I should. And I also really like raclette cheese, which Laura oh. does not like. She particularly doesn't like it when I have the raclette oh. cheese. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh. I know. So we, okay. When we, yeah, our neighbors in Portland were from Switzerland and oh my Lord, the raclette on the Sunday night. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> it's so good. But it is, it's got a, it's got a particular presence, if you know what it's I mean. It's got a bite. Uh, it's got a, it's got yeah, a high there. Yeah. It's got its own postcode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So true, so true. Well, and you, I'll young tell Chris? You, oh man, what well, have you been doing? Traveling, getting back on the big steel bird. So yes, as a matter of fact, you, you know you should know that because the nation's court system was completely shut down for a while, or in some places not completely, but in other places completely, uh, there's a backlog. And mm. it's been a very busy period of time. I have been to. Are you ready for this? Go. Longview, Texas, Seattle, Pittsburgh, Oklahoma City, Dallas, Eugene, Oregon, Las Cruces, New Mexico, Washington, D.C., Las Vegas, and Denver since the last time we talked to each other. Uh, were there any new destinations for you in your illustrious 30-year career? Longview? Um, I thought Longview was in California. You know, I've actually been to Longview once before, but it was so long ago. It might as well have been the first time I went because it's, uh, I don't remember anything about it from the first time. It's, uh, it's in West Texas. You fly into Dallas and drive, or you can get into the little, it, it's just, it's a, it's its own thing. It's right. Just, yeah. That's cool. You know, and the view is not that long, though. I'm telling you, I'm not sure where the name came from. I, I was like, there's got to be some really amazing view yeah. around here. And that's not what, that's it's not a- what I, got out of it um, it needs a rebrand no. and tell me is yeah, it, are the absolutely. courts back in are you doing like a hybrid court thing or a court a court's back in it's, person it, yeah it depends on where so i'd say most places just kind of went back to the old days uh because that was the easiest thing for them to do but there's a lot of people who uh are doing hybrid work for example mm. i have a trial coming up where we're going to pick uh the jury via zoom and then we're going to, after we have a seated panel, then we're going to have a live trial. That's a hybrid trial. Wow. Other trials, uh, there's a trial in Seattle I'm going to be working on that is strictly Zoom. It's a 100% mm-hmm. civil case and it's all Zoom. I don't think anybody's doing criminal cases that way um, because there's constitutional uh, is issues there. Yeah, there's a, there's a question as to whether or not confronting your accuser must be done in person. It's wow. A open, that's full and on. that's a... That's a constitutional yeah. thing. And and as you know, and as we will talk about this season, the Constitution is powerful. Is and, it, uh, it Yeah. I mean, it's powerful to the extent that it's the one thing that we all have to stack our hands on. It's the, it's, um, it's the, it, in a place where everybody comes from somewhere else and nobody has any sort of inherent 
anchored culture, like what, what you're supposed to buy into is, you know, yeah. this is what, what, is, what being is, an American is. Is the president mentioned in the constitution? I don't want to geek out, but I kind of do want to geek out quickly. Is the president well, mentioned it, in the it's, constitution? It's, there's an executive branch okay. and a legislative branch and right. the judicial branch, right? right. So there are three co-equal branches of the oh, government, okay. which, which by the way, uh, does get butchered quite a lot. A lot of people don't understand that or they think they understand it and they don't. And so we'll yeah. definitely, if people are actually interested in that, then I'm all in, but well, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if people are uh, so into that. I'll so. bring it up because the constitution of Australia that has very rarely been um, amended. Does it change it's, every couple of weeks? Not, not at all, but no. we are now um, going to put a referendum to the, nation to have um voice to the parliament which is having an indigenous voice in the constitution and in parliament which is kind of massive so well, that's they were a, there first they so were there 40 years before makes sense. it's ridiculous <laughs> oh that is God. ridiculous it's so embarrassing. really that they're they are you'd mentioned them last season that they're it's the oldest they're the oldest um, living continuous um group wow. in the world they're incredible. So anyway, it's wild. Constitution. Right. Okay, we've, well, we've got a little sneak peek on the season. This is exciting. Yes, for sure. Well, mm. all right. So one of the things I thought we could do today mm. before we kick into a, a little preview of the season, it's going to be a loose preview, of course, uh, but it's 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 a preview. I thought we could let's put a wrap on the pandemic, huh? What we we made it. We let's, did. We it. did. They and said now we're never officially we're officially not just a pandemic podcast. So no, thanks, no, that's thanks right. to everyone who helped yeah. make that happen. Yeah. Our sponsors, our um, listeners, our families, yeah. my mom. Yeah. We've done this twice now, so maybe that's enough thank yous. Um, <laughs> I've got it. You know what I've got for you, Jason? What's that? You're going to be really shocked to know that I've got a quiz for you. Nice. I've been studying all yes. weekend. Let's go. Oh, I'm sure you were. You, you didn't know this was coming. All <laughs> no, right. The COVID, the COVID podcast quiz. All right. Here we go. We're starting with something that I think is particularly Awesome. And listeners, I think you're going to enjoy this part too. In the first half of 2020, January 5th to July 27th, mm-hmm. name five Google searches that saw a huge percentage increase. I'm going to keep it okay. clean, people. Yeah. So so this is early pandemic, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so it's, it's going to all... Oh, and it's like, COVID-related searches or any searches? Well, just any any search on Google that um, had a huge increase. Um, okay, I'll give you. Okay, uh, hey, good. I'll give you. Uh, give me one. I'll give me an example. Yeah. For example, uh, yeast grew two hundred and eighty percent in April. I don't know if you remember, Seriously? but a lot of people in America baked the bread. Bread thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like How do a, I make bread? Was that a Google search? Takes, because normally you'd be like, I don't have enough time for bread. And then you're like, maybe it's time I learn how to bake bread, you know, so because yeah, things have changed. That is so, so funny. Uh, yeah, give it a shot. Come on. Um, try. Okay. So uh, I love Name that. Five. You have you get, you, there's just take five shots five at things. it. Okay. Um, hey, Google, um, homebrew. Right. How do I do it? Uh, um, that, that's hey, good. Google. <laughs> um, uh, how do I cure the pan- pandemic? Hey, Google, mm-hmm. can I get COVID from kissing? Hey, Google. Um, <laughs> um, what else were we doing back then? That's um, good. Hey, Google. That's good. Uh, can, can I get COVID from looking at someone? 
Hey Google, mm. can uh, what were we doing then? Yeah, the baking uh, the bloody bread. Uh, uh, just... Drinking early for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, probably something about Wuhan. Where's Wuhan? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's just random enough that I'm going to just give you some answers. Are you ready? <laughs> it's it is takeout. All oh, right, dumbbell. Oh, right, because people funny. Are, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Can't go to gym anymore. Standing desk. Oh my gosh. Paint by numbers. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, think of how much time yeah. people suddenly had. I mean, oh, that's, we really did. It's have, just yeah. it's it's everybody went from the most <clears throat> busy that the world had <clears throat> ever been to like, hey, you got all day. Yeah, go find a book. Uh, here, here are the other ones: hair clippers, uh. <laughs> Netflix. Oh yeah, like I, I like I never had Netflix before. I guess I'll start. Yeah. Uh, recipe. <laughs> oh yeah. Electric bike. Oh yeah. And blender. Wow, I was so close to getting all of those right. Yeah, I think homebrew, <laughs> pandemic, COVID from kissing. I think those are pretty good. Um, they're just not on the list. Okay. That is amazing. Okay, so what about this one? How many people died in Australia mm. as of August 2022? God, 20,000? 13,000 people. Okay. How about the United States? Oh, as man. of August 22. You got right up there, didn't you? 800,000? No. I've... 1 million <sighs> really? people oh. have died. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's not not a proud moment. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so, so now that I brought it down quite a, quite a bit, let's let's just. <laughs> well, we're fifteen minutes in and we've lost the whole audience. Everybody's like, these guys all, got really dark over all the last three year. Of them. I, mean, I thought I thought they were supposed to be happy. Uh, I thought they I thought they approached serious subjects in a funny way. Yeah. All right. What percentage of the world now is fully vaccinated? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think there's a lot of problems in the developing world. So I'd say 70%. 62.8. What percent of the U.S. is fully vaccinated? 12%. Yeah. <laughs> You're Sorry. Just, Sorry. That, that was an early jab. Is, it was that a, is an early jab. 60%. Okay. It's, it's 67.8. Okay. Uh, just slightly above the the world average. And then USA. how about Australia? How about, um, I think Australia? we're at like 93%. 84.7. Oh, that's not that good. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a hell of a lot better than us. Okay. Uh, let's do this then. And this, this is the last one. What percentage of Australians say they can trust their healthcare system? Oh, that's a great question. I'd say 85%. 76%. Okay. How about Americans? <laughs> 30%. <laughs> It's pretty close. It's thirty four percent. Really? Oh my god. Two two thirds. Two thirds don't aren't feeling too good about the, wow. uh, the U.S. system. Which, to be fair, we do have some incredible procedures here and amazing surgeons and incredible mm. technology. Yeah. It's really mostly about the system. The system yeah. is just so clearly. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if broken is the best term, but it's really not good. It's yeah. just, it, it doesn't, you know, if you don't have health insurance, you're basically 
you know, it's yeah. it's bankruptcy. The second and, you do and, and anything. The, the tie between employment and health insurance killed us when, you know, when we, yeah. we had to lay someone off. It's like, well, that's a big decision because they're going to lose their job, their income, and they're going to lose their health care. Yeah. And so as an Australian, yeah. it's like, whoa. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that in Australia because the government covers all that stuff. Yeah. The, the, it's changed since the uh, Affordable Care Act came into place uh, under the Obama administration because mm. now people can yeah. just buy their own health care insurance. But it is kind of crazy to think that when you first moved to the U.S., it, it was not that way. Yeah. Like people were looking for a job a lot of times yeah. just because they needed to get health insurance. Mm. Uh, and I remember as a, a college student yeah, being really surprised that the university at the time, at least mm. uh, back in the dark ages, did not have any sort of like student insurance policy yeah. you could have. I thought that was really weird. Yeah. So I also didn't go to a dentist for like four years. And it shows listeners. And this is why this is a podcast yeah. and we're not on television because Chris, what, is that one good tooth? What's going on there? What's your trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> they call me, yeah. They call me snaggle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah fortunately, you know, uh, because of, uh, you know, it's a, it's a market-based thing. I, I now have white teeth that are all yeah. straight. Yeah. You look gorgeous, Chris. Cause you can buy your way out of it basically. <laughs> um, okay. So let's talk about this. We're, we're sitting around thinking about the pandemic in, in hindsight, we want to package it up and put it away so we can move on. So what do you think about when you think of the worst things that came out of the pandemic and how about the good things? Yeah, that's a great like, question. What, like, how do we reflect back on this? How do we put it away? What, what's uh, yeah, what's your it's, first it's, big uh, one? Well, I think on the, well, it was a real test of trusting the government and trusting science, right? So it's fascinating mm-hmm. from different cultures, Japan to Australia to the US and elsewhere, how people deal with facts, <laughs> you know, and, and, this whole notion of listening to what your government's telling you and then how that trust can get eroded eroded if they get it wrong, quote unquote. But then it's like, it, I give the government a bit of slack because it's like, it's a pandemic. Has anyone been through this in 100 years? No. So um, that was just an interesting observation. You know, in, in some Asian countries, it was a blind faith in the government. Whatever they do, will do. And the surveillance, you know, in Singapore, there's an incredible surveillance thing now where they can track your move, every move, which is sort of good in one way if it's a pandemic and kind of Orwellian in another way. Um, right. I think, um, what were the bad things? I mean... Well, I mean, I would say the, there's plenty of bad things that we can put our finger on. For one thing, the mental health test on people, mm. I think, was was really a strain. There are some... <laughs> I think if you had the the bad draw of being a kid yeah. in middle school, yeah, that's exactly or like right. your first year in high school, mm. where the social piece of this, your brain is wired to try and figure out, you know, mm. who do you fit with and who can you be friends with, and are you can you be, are you know, do people like you? I mean, all those things are wired into the the teenage brain, mm. and the idea that. Now you're going to be kept away from everybody in mm. some sort of, it's got to feel like, you know, adolescent jail. I mean, that had and, to be terrible. And those, those milestones, you know, the valedictory, um, if you have like a big graduation for high school, that's a big milestone moment to have that kind of a drive-by thing or a The drive-by, yeah. And then the university stuff, 
first year university, you've got like freshers week or you're rushing for something or whatever that, that, that process is in the US or in Australia, yeah, you've got the orientation Greek, Greek week and all that went away. And so now mm-hmm. you've now trained in year one of university to go on Zoom and now classes are sort of pre-recorded. And what we found here in Australia is in year two, okay, we're coming out of the pandemic. Well, you've trained a whole cohort that they don't actually have to go on campus. And it's like, oh my gosh, 90% of my university experience was <laughs> the campus meeting other people. The course was pretty secondary, you know, and so that's yeah. brutal. And it's fascinating the longitudinal um, effects on people and their lives and their out- outcomes would be fascinating research. And then maybe during our podcast, we'll have someone on to talk about that. Uh, that's a great idea. <clears throat> I think the the whole idea that this probably changed a generation of people mm-hmm. because it was a, you know, once in a hundred year mm-hmm. sort of thing. Uh, I, I find that fascinating. And I think the one thing that I'm feeling really positive about with this behind us is it's, it just makes it easier to maybe not take life for granted yeah. as much. Like um, we were really getting pretty entitled there. Mm-hmm. Um, things that don't work on an app on a phone within seconds. Uh, I'm, I, I, you know, it's, I'm over it. Right. You know, like it's too hard. Uh, and now we've slowed down a little bit and maybe somebody picked up a book recently, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I just think that that part is pretty cool. There's a bunch of people who, because the pandemic forced a behavior change, mm-hmm. right? It's really hard to force a behavior change, Yeah. but the system changed and the system's mm-hmm. the most powerful thing. Because the system changes, everybody's now who's a knowledge worker is now comfortable with Zoom. Uh, You know, your grandma is comfortable with Zoom because that's the only way she can talk to her grandkids. Mm. So now there's all these people who can use tools like Zoom and FaceTime and things like that that wouldn't have done it, that will now do it. And it means that there's an entire group of people that moved out of cities and live wherever the heck they want to live as long as they have an incredible broadband connection. And that is that is a like generational shift it's a and in a way it's really cool it means that there's more freedom for people people can do more of what they really want to do i think the the introverts in other words not us two are probably the happiest people because now they really don't have to go you know into these personal meetings that they probably didn't didn't want to go into in the first place They, they don't have to have small talk at a at the, at the, at the conference. Yeah. Right. They just show up for the meeting and then they get to go away and they get to go right back to their life. And Absolutely. I, think, I don't know. That's it's so cool. interesting so, what you say. Regional Australia is exploded. The property prices in regional yeah. and country Australia. And it, it is, you're absolutely right. It, it's, it's unlocked a whole new way of life. The other thing, uh, this notion of the great resignation is a fascinating right. thing. And the impact on hospitality in the US and Australia has been huge and people mm-hmm. seriously questioning what it is they're doing, how much they're getting paid. You know, uh, the, there's a thousand PhDs to be done. <laughs> there is. Can, can we talk about something that we both experienced, uh, which is the racket of the pandemic, which is Jason and I ran into each other. Well, we didn't run into each other. Uh, Jason was going to be in Santa Barbara for some business stuff. So he called me up and he says, hey, can you drop down to Santa Barbara? Because for those of you that don't know, 
Santa Barbara is a couple hours by plane from Portland. So I popped, that worked out. I popped down. We had a great time. And the first thing we noticed was even though we were technically post-pandemic, I think. Oh, yeah. No, we uh, were. The yeah. hotel was like, oh, by the way, all of our services are closed. Yeah. <laughs> like we have a bar. And other than that, you'll be ordering DoorDash to get any food. And yeah. we were both noticing there is a lot of people here. And it looks mm. like they're making plenty of money. So why would that? Oh, maybe it's because they get to charge the same amount that they would have before, mm. but now they don't have to carry the cost of all of these people because they have the pandemic excuse. Mm. And I was just somewhere last week, last weekend, where they did the same thing. Oh, like, really? Sorry, we only have one restaurant open. You yeah. know, the pandemic and all. And I'm thinking, <laughs> this place is full, buddy. <laughs> and that is, that is you, your accountant is clearly running the show yeah. because there's no way your marketing people are. It's just, yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, the fun that came out of this, by the way, uh, listeners, y- you should know that Jason's Japanese came in like perfectly it came in <laughs> handy because we were, you know, we were getting carried away with our conversation. We hadn't seen each other in a long time. And, we got kind of in a big line. It was very, very clearly this sushi restaurant was the popular place in Santa Barbara. It's run by uh, an elderly Japanese woman who was basically telling everyone in line over and over and over in broken English that there is no room for them and that they should have gotten uh, reservations a very long time ago. So, Jason, <laughs> what did you say to her no in Japanese? <laughs> I just said, was, let us, let, let us eat. No, I can't actually remember what I, what did I you, say? Somehow I say Jason's, Jason's sweet talked her in Japanese. Yes, and I She did. was so impressed that this six foot four white dude was laying down some good Japanese to her um, that we got seated immediately and she started laughing and, it was and sweet. smiling. And, and stuff. we had and fun thought, with the people okay. next to us. Remember the people next We'd, to us? And we did have fun with yeah. the people next to us because you and I were both also very starved to talk to people. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> so, so, so we had a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, that was and a that, fun. The fact that we, yeah, we're going to have to look for it. And, and that, that actually brings us to season that. four and season five <laughs> of the, 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 the lab because we are going to take this on tour. Well, let, okay, so let's talk about it. We, we are hoping, we're not sure, but we're hoping that we could actually do a live episode mm. at some point. Uh, that's one idea, but starting the train of, of previews. Yeah. Uh, I know one thing that we've been kicking around is guns versus gambling. Yeah. <laughs> Which we actually brought up last season. Uh, we don't know who we're going to get to talk about it or if we're going to even get anybody to talk about it, but we know we want to have a little uh, a little. Uh, guns versus gambling off uh, yeah. to see how that goes. There's certainly, uh, well, but those of you who are uh, from Australia are probably perfectly well aware of what our American gun problems are. However, uh, um, Americans, you may not know that in Australia, they have uh, an epidemic level a amount crippling, of gambling. That, crippling that addiction that is to happening. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's the thing that uh, we thought we would, that's uh, we, we, one of the things we'd explore. Jason, what's another thing you think we might uh, tackle? Well, there's so much to tackle. We are going to look at um, what else we're we going to look at this this season. Um, well, we we might bring some of uh, well, there's a few things. We might bring uh, some of our Olympic friends back. That was kind of interesting. That's right. Um, we might mm-hmm. bring some of our uh, media 
uh, brewery friends back. Mm-hmm. That could be exciting. Mm-hmm. What else, Chris? Uh, we want to, we've got uh, psychologists that are friends of the lab, so we can use them. We've got environmental smart people that are friends of the lab. We can use them. And uh, I know that I'd be really curious to talk to a comedian about the latest trend in people getting offended or not getting offended by comedy. When is it part of a culture war and when is it people getting easily offended and when is it just like ruining everything for us because nothing's funny anymore? Um, yeah. I'm I, endlessly I, curious an, about that. I think being offended right. is such an interesting thing. Yeah, I do too. Um, no. But uh, we also just want to talk about a, a lot of cultural issues that are coming up. Like there's just a lot of changes in behavior that to some degree because of the pandemic that we want to dive into and talk about and understand Definitely. Um, I think Chris wants to run a civics episode. I think that's exciting. We can talk about <laughs> compulsory voting in Australia and disengagement in the US. Um, uh, okay. So so just one thing. I did read really recently that compulsory voting, at least in one study, has shown to do the opposite of polarize people. Really? And I remember thinking, yes. And I remember thinking, oh my God, that's something that Jason is going to use forever. forever. I'd encourage you to look it up. At the, I will. Yeah, oh yeah, forever. But um, it's actually, I was thinking, oh, that would actually make sense, right? I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised somebody hypothesized that. I know. I remember reading when I was in America, banging on about you've all got to be compulsory voting because I was so exhausted mm-hmm. with the campaigns of get out the vote, you know, trickle mm-hmm. vote. And I'm like, oh, for goodness sake! And then just so watching, we can get up to forty three percent, and that's really good. <laughs> and then yeah. you have you have dinners with people, and they're like, this government's awful. And I'm like, well, did you vote? No, like, so no. you don't have the right to speak now. So that was an ugly dinner conversation. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. No, I can only imagine how quickly you offended them. You're such a nice guy <laughs> until it comes to issues like that. <laughs> That's like... so unfair. But there's a whole <laughs> other thing. I was thinking the other stuff is about how we're eating and drinking. So the emergence and then recent decline of... Um, meat alternatives i know this sounds strange but companies like impossible food and beyond meat i find that so fascinating and i posted something on linkedin and it went crazy like thirteen thousand impressions and huge amounts of discussion because i'm not i don't have a a dog in the fight i'm just so curious um yeah you know these meat alternatives the criticism is so the bet they made, so $5 billion was put into that category by venture capital in 2021, and now it's falling out of bed badly. The bet was that you'll get the vegetarians on board, of course, and then you'll get this huge mm-hmm. chunk of what they call flexitarians, people who kind of dabble. Well, yeah, and the, and the science is uh, we need to make a burger that bleeds like meat but isn't made of vegetables. And if you speak to a vegetarian, they're like, no, no, ew, no, right. no. So that's ooh. Like, like- and then on the flexitarian yeah. front, it's like they the bet was, you know, Burger King's trialing stuff, McDonald's is trialing stuff. The bet was a much bigger percentage of non-vegetarians would get into it, and that's not happening. Um, and then the post was talking about the ingredient list. So the ingredient list uh, of yeah. this stuff is terrifying. And isn't, isn't this an inconvenient uh, timing with some of the studies that show that ultra-processed foods are really bad for you? This is the strange yeah. thing. It's like you're health yeah. conscious. I'll eat a meat alternative. No, you're eating a <laughs> pile of chemicals. I feel like it's, the, it's asbestos in 20 years. Oh, we thought oh, it was so man. good. The other big thing well, happening I, here. Yeah, we'll have to dig in. Yeah, we'll that. dig into that. Alcohol-free. There's an alcohol-free boom happening in Australia. There's bars that aren't selling alcohol. Mm. There's alcohol-free beers and all that stuff. The other one I'm so curious about is vaping and smoking. Is vaping oh, yeah. good or bad? Yeah. It's kind of an interesting 
and it's totally unregulated here. And well, and here they um, one of the companies just got basically straight up banned in America. Really? Uh, I think Jewel. Oh, Jewel. I saw um, that on John. Oliver. Yeah. 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 So, so now like there was a phase where all these high school kids were walking around vaping. And now I've actually seen a bunch of people in their young twenties smoking old fashioned cigarettes. And I wonder if it isn't just the <laughs> FDA, you know, I don't know. It's weird. I, well, that's something that we need to look into, of course, yeah. but uh, I'd love to, I'd love to kill, kick that around. Yeah, definitely. So season okay. two is packed. It's going to be exciting. It's packed. It's packed. So good. Yeah, no, it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, Jason, I think we've lived up our our uh, our half hour that we've sworn ourselves to. So oh, we have it's to. time it's time to take a break for a, a, a week. But I will see you very soon, my man. See you soon. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us at the Recombobulator Lab with Chris Dominic and Jason Graham Nye. Catch you next time. time.